Frequency Cast Special Report Startup in Progress Hi, this is Carl And this is Pete From the Frequency Cast podcast Apparently there's been a new phone released And this is an update on the iPhone 4 Yeah, we can't not talk about the iPhone 4, can we really? It is probably the largest mobile phone release of all time Let's start with the obvious things uh, Apparently there are a few hundred people queuing up on what day of the week was it? It actually launched on Thursday the 24th of June, 2010 of course Absolutely. It launched in something like five countries, and guess how many have been sold in the first three days? 1,713,000. That's about right, actually. Yeah, 1.7 million sold within three days. That's a record, not only for mobile phones, but for any Apple product ever, ever, ever. Well, I happened to walk down the street, and I saw this lonely little individual. I say lonely. uh, Lonely along with about 500 other people. So I was one of those sad individuals queuing up at silly o'clock in the morning, just to get my hands on a four. You turned up with a lovely cup of coffee for me. Thank you for that. That's all right. By the way, you still owe me. And a tape machine. And this is what we recorded. So there I am, walking down the local high street, and I bumped into Pete, sad muppet. He's been standing on the high street for about three hours, apparently. What the hell are you waiting for? I'm in a queue trying to get a top-up voucher at O2. You are sad. (laughs) It's official. Of course, today is iPhone 4 day. And a lot of people... I've been queuing since probably about 5 or 6 o'clock this morning, uh, waiting for the 8.02 opening of the local O2 shop. You're just trying to make it look as if you're trendy now, aren't you? Like you're in with the in crowd. Something along those lines. I mean, I'm looking around. These guys are dressed like surfers. They look cool. (laughs) And he's you. What are you in, your (laughs) pyjamas? Right. Let's have a look at one of these guys. I'm going to go and try and find someone cool now. Uh, Billy, what are you here for? iPhone 4. Why? Why not? (laughs) And Nick, I'm assuming you're a technology guy. Oh dear, I look like it, don't I? Yes, I am a technology guy, and yes, I do love my iPhones. I've queued up for a 2G, I've queued up for a 3G, and now I'm queuing up for an iPhone 4. You just had to complete the whole series, didn't you, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a trilogy gone wrong, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. He, he hasn't got one yet, but he's still queuing. He's still here for the first one, yeah? yeah. Gary, yes. iPhone man, obviously. Got an uh, no, iPhone already? I, I, thought, I thought it was a bread queue. <laughs> Bummer, no, that's around the corner. All right. I wonder what that is. Yeah. My wife told me if I get one, I might get lucky tonight. So. Now, there's a reason to get That's one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, have a great day. I hope you get one. And, um, well, I'm sure you'll phone him, won't you? Yeah. yeah. Someone needs to. <laughs> you'll be pleased to know that after queuing from 7 in the morning, I finally got my hands on an iPhone 4 at about half past 1 in the afternoon. What a long day. So, you got one. And I do believe they cut the list short, didn't they? Or the, the queue short by saying, you lot aren't going to get one. Go home. Uh, the manager came out, did a head count, and basically said to anyone beyond a certain point, it was about 60 phones in, uh, just don't waste your time queuing, and they all cleared off. It was a bit of a scramble, because in the high street there were lots of different phone retailers. And today we actually had a wander up the high street again, didn't we, just to have a chat with some of the retailers? Yes, and they didn't have much to tell us, did they? No, it seems everyone is under instructions not to talk to us tech journo types. So we, unfortunately... Um, excuse me, it's not tech journo, it's just us. <laughs> They're under strict instructions not to talk to us. It's not not because we're technology journalists nothing to do with that it's just you and i i think it's probably something to do with those shorts and that kangaroo poo t-shirt you're wearing uh yeah uh we had some interesting chats with some of the retailers none of them wanted to go on tape it seems o2 in our area got the largest volume of phones places like uh, orange they got what seven did they something like that yeah carphone warehouse they didn't get any until late in the day they got what was it seven they got in yeah, they were very lucky. They got the Magnificent Seven. But uh, we had a nice little chat with our, our friend at the local car phone warehouse uh, who said when the phones arrived, they uh, had no queue. 
So they wandered down to the O2 shop and had a quiet word with the people at the back of the O2 queue saying, uh, we've got uh, seven if you want to uh, pop down. And there was a bit of power walking taking place that day, wasn't there? I've never seen a geek move so fast. So yes, they are still very much in short supply. All of the shops we spoke to today said, come back in a couple of weeks. Online doesn't seem to be an option either. Just there aren't any of these little devices around at the moment. Give it a couple of weeks and try again, seems to be the advice. Right, I still don't know why we're bothering buying them anyway, so why are they better than the three? Okay, well let me hand you this and see what you think. Oh, well that looks like the old one. That's because it is. Hang on, let me get you the right one. Well, I'm looking at the two of them. The iPhone 4 is not as wide as the iPhone 3. It's a little bit thinner as well, and it's also a little bit shorter. It weighs a lot more, though. It's got a lot more in it. It does pack a lot more, and it's a little smaller. One of the reasons the weight is up is they've enhanced the battery life. This now has a much larger battery than the previous model, and it's now using micro SIM cards, much smaller SIM cards, to give you a little bit more room for the battery. I must admit, I don't mind it being heavier. It feels more sturdy. It's very well constructed. It does feel nice and comfy. It's not as curvy. The other one had something nice and curvy about the back. This is a bit more sort of square. Odd for for Apple, but um, yes, still a very comfy hold. They're obviously changing their image somehow. Let me show you what else it does. First of all, let me show you a picture. If I can do this right, I'll get you a nice little picture up here. I want to see if you can notice the quality difference of these screens. Well, yeah, the iPhone 4 has got a clearer screen. It's sharper detail. Uh, The three seems a little bit fuzzy in comparison so this is all to do with a new technology that they're calling retina display okay what does that mean four times as many pixels this is the highest resolution of any touchscreen mobile phone in the world wow and it does show looks like a photograph let me tell you what else it does so yeah the screen is drastically improved battery life has certainly been increased the camera has had some improvements so we've now got a five megapixel camera and for the first time we have a flash Ooh, that's rather interesting. Are you going to show me a flash, Gordon? Let's try this. Oh, it's bright and neat at the same time. So it's only an LED flash. It's not as great as some of the, the flashes you can get on proper cameras or mobiles. But at last, it does have a flash. You can take photos at night. Uh, they've improved uh, the focusing, and you've also now got a little bar there that zooms in. You've got a zoom bar, which is quite nifty. That's very slick and easy to use. It's also capable of recording video in high definition, so you can do proper HD video recording on here. And for $4.99, you can get a video editing package, so you can actually edit video before you upload it to YouTube. Wow, that's handy. So it's actually a proper recording studio and editing studio. Right, let me show you something else. Right, the camera. If I now press the camera button. So that is a shot of the studio. If I now press this button here, what do you see? Oh, it's got me on it. Oh, so you've got a a lens at the front and a lens on the back, so both sides. You can take a picture of yourself. I'm looking a bit hazy. Am I underwater? Yeah, the quality of the front camera isn't actually particularly good, but you now have a front-facing camera on here. Reason for that is video. You can now do video calls on here. Oh, fantastic. Can you show me? (laughs) I wish it were that easy. So this has got a thing called FaceTime. This is uh, the new application to let you do video calling to other phones. However doesn't work with any other phone other than the iPhone 4. So you can't show me? Unfortunately not. The other thing is, it doesn't actually work over the mobile phone network when you're doing a video call. So how does it work? Over Wi-Fi. Oh, right. So you can do it at McDonald's? You can do it at McDonald's if you've got a Wi-Fi hotspot in the area. But it's a bit daft. You can't actually be out and about and do a two-way video call. A, you need a person with one of these phones. And B, you have to be in range of Wi-Fi, which is all a little bit poor. No, so that's not particularly good. What else? Of course, we've now got iOS 4, which is the new operating system for these devices, which gives you things like multitasking. Let me just show you multitasking. So if I double tap the home button, 
a new little thingy pops up. These are all the applications I've got running. See me scrolling there? That's all the open apps I've got. Right, so you can run all these at once, can you? They're all running in the background. So the advantage of that is you could be listening to something like Last.fm or uh, Pandora for, for having radio in the background while you're doing something else. Or you can have the sat-nav on and take a phone call without the two conflicting with each other. So it's really nice to be able to run multiple applications. You also get notifications of incoming messages, uh, Facebook messages, tweets, that kind of thing, which is rather nice and something these phones have been lacking for a while. Oh, that's good because we had some listeners complaining about the uh, sat-nav going off when the phone rings and how annoying that is so that's going to be a handy new application i'm sure people are going to be very pleased with that uh changes to the inbox as well so we've now got a unified inbox so instead of you see here i've got six email accounts including our frequency cast one and i can press all inboxes and it merges them all into one so i can see all of our mails any from my listeners today no no we haven't got any listeners to this no one listens to the updates oh we've had a mail from paul widger hello paul he's talking to us about uh, power line adapters. Okay, we'll come back to you on that one, Paul. And an Adam uh, talking about memory cards. Okay, guys, we'll get back to you on that one. But yeah, you're kind of right. I'm wondering where our listeners are at the moment. Do you think anyone's actually listening to this update? Doubt it. Should we stop? Anyway, let's just carry on, just in case anyone is actually listening. As well as the unified inbox, we've also got a gyroscope. Oh, good. I'm sure we all need one of those. So you can do gameplay by going forward, back, left, right, up, down, is what that's meant to be all about. Oh, I see. So there you go. So a nice bunch of changes. We've also got things like um, the ebook reader, which is rather nifty. So I'll just show you that if you've not seen this before. This little bookshelf. Oh, that's clever. So you actually put books on the shelves. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a book. Oh, no. I've seen an e-reader before. Thanks for that. It's quite nice, though. It's nice, nice, clear, readable screen, isn't it? Oh, yes, Definitely. But not as good as an e-reader in the sense that it's going to take up battery life, whereas the e-reader doesn't. That is very true, absolutely. But it's still pretty nice. Uh, no other significant changes. Uh, oh, actually, there is one other change. Um, you see this? I've now got my icons in folders, so you can put your applications in subfolders, which is quite nice. Oh, that is handy, because there's nothing worse than having to scroll through the screen to find out all your, or find all your icons. That was, uh, yeah, it is a bit of a pain. I like that subfolder idea. And you've got little images of them, so if you know what colour you're looking for, you can easily locate your subfolder. OK, I like that. How much do I have to pay for it nowadays? Of course, the biggie at the moment is O2. They've always had the iPhone, but now it's been opened up to everyone. So uh, Orange are doing it, Vodafone are now doing it, the 3Shop are now doing it. The surprise, though, is Tesco's. Are you going to tell me I can get a deal with Tesco's? You can actually get a very good deal with Tesco's. Instead of signing up to an 18 or a 24-month contract, Tesco's will let you have a 12-month contract. That might be an investment then. And the minimum contract per month is £20, compared with some of them that are running £30 as a minimum. So they are doing a very good deal. The semi-catch is the cost of the handset is a little bit more than you'd pay, but um, two advantages, you're paying less each month, and after 12 months, you can get out and get a new phone. Given that Apple tend to bring out a new phone every year anyway, actually, it's quite a smart move to get a Tesco phone. It's on the O2 network anyway, so you get the same kind of connectivity as you get with O2, but it is a nice, cheap alternative to some of the others. Well, well done, Tesco's. Every little helps. So, yes, Tesco, very, very good deal. If you want to buy a phone from them, uh, it's £349, which is a little more expensive than O2. But over the 12-month period, it will actually work out cheaper. So do have a look at the Tesco's offer. Also, they are doing a better deal on data. O2 has capped their monthly internet charges to 500 meg, whereas Tesco will be 1 gig, which is a better deal. Okie dokie. Right. Now... I've heard vicious rumours about problems with this product. Are any of them true, or is it all just Bermuda Triangle stuff? It's a myth. 
There are indeed some problems, although people at Apple are denying them. The big one is to do with the connectivity. Now, see if we can do a live demo here. Right, there's my phone. Let me just go past the password screen. Now, how many bars have I got there? Five. Right, if I put my hand in just the right place, wait for it. Four. Three. Two. Yeah, I don't think it's going to drop anything below two. So you see, just by holding the phone in a fairly natural motion, I wasn't doing anything ridiculous, my signal strength went down from five to two. Bit worrying, yes? Very worrying. It's not going to be very good if you're on the phone, is it? And it's all down to this little bit here. If I'm, look I'm looking at the left-hand side, towards the bottom, there's a little line. That is the phone's antenna. And as you hold it, here, my right-hand little finger is covering up the antenna as I'm holding the phone, and that's causing a block in the signal. Good grief. Right, so that is true. So it's all right, though. It's not a main function of a phone, is it? Oh, sorry. No, it is, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah, OK. So that's worthwhile getting. What else? Of course, the other big deal for that is, yeah, I'm blocking it by doing that. If I'm left-handed, though, the whole ball of my thumb is actually making contact with this. So left-handed people are finding a real struggle getting a decent signal with these. So they've made a device that's not suitable for left-handed people or for making phone calls. Good. What else have they done? Do you want to hear what Apple's advice is? I'd love to hear what Apple's advice is. Don't hold it that way. Oh, that's good, yes, because that's only natural. <laughs> nice. So what they're saying is don't use your phone like you would a phone. Actually, Nokia have been very quick to leap in and say, our phones, you just use them like a phone. You don't need to be taught how to hold a Nokia phone, unlike the uh, Apple phones, which you do. There you go. So there is a little bit of a problem. Allegedly, there's going to be a software fix. To me, this feels like a hardware problem, and a software patch ain't going to fix that. The other option is to get one of these bumper cases, like this one, which gives you a little bit of rubber just protected around the aerial. Wouldn't it be easier to just give away a free bumper thing with every phone? Not if Apple can charge £20 a pop for another one. Don't be such a mercenary. Anyway, that's not the only problem that there are with these phones. Some users of these new phones are reporting problems with sort of yellow blotchy spotty effect on the screen. Maybe it's got jaundice. Other people are reporting that the screen scratches a lot more easily than the last one. They have changed the type of screen. You can't really tell on mine because I've got one of these slide-on films on it, but apparently the screen scratches a lot more easily. That's not good news either. And the other problem is when you do this. Well, put it to your ear. Like a phone. Exactly. This has a little sensor in it that works out when the phone is against your head. Right. <laughs> Which is sensible, really. You've got a touch screen. If you touch it to your head like that, you don't want to be pressing the buttons as you're doing it. Oh, I see. Yeah, OK. Because if you smile and your cheeks start pressing buttons, it's awful, isn't it? So there's a thing in here called a proximity sensor, but a lot of people are reporting this isn't actually the correct sensitivity. So when you do put it up to your face, it's not disengaging the touchscreen. What people are tending to find is it starts either cutting off the call or putting it into video call mode. So that could turn into a very rude conversation, couldn't it? So... <sighs> Yeah, there are some problems. I must admit, the only problem I've got is the reception, and I have actually now got myself a bumper, so I don't lose the signal. But it's a bit poor. One of these phones come out, 1.7 million people have leapt onto the bandwagon and bought these, only to find scratchy screens, blotches, uh, face disconnects, and, of course, this reception problem. Well, I'm sticking with my swap watch. There you go. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if we see a patch, something like 4.01 in the next few days, to at least get over the big problems that have hit the tech press. Just just one final thing, though, before you go. This blob on the back, does that come with it? Or is that additional? Oh, you know what that is, don't you? No, remind me. That is an Enigma tag mark. You remember that little bottle of nail polish that you tap on and it does the security marking? 
Oh, your makeup, yes. Well, actually, that'd be quite handy because I'm sure that these things are going to go missing quite quickly, aren't they? Uh, they're going to be going like hotcakes. So that'd be actually very good. Enigma tag, yes. Uh, we've got something about that on our website, haven't we? Yeah, we have a special page, Enigma tag. Little dot of this. It's detectable under UV light, and there's a good chance of getting your phone returned if you tag your items. Well worthwhile. Anything else to say? Yeah. What about these people that have just upgraded to the 4 and have got an old 3 kicking around? Yeah, what about these people who have just upgraded to the 4 and have got an old 3 kicking around? What a profound question. Um, A couple of things you can do. You can either stick in a pay-as-you-go SIM, give it to somebody else in the family to use, or you can recycle it and get some money. Money? How much do you reckon for a second-hand iPhone 3GS? 100 quid. 280 quid. Well worthwhile doing. I'll do it straight away. Give me yours. Oi, get off. Thank you. Yep. If you do want to trade in one of your old phones... Highly recommend you take a look at a site, sellyouroldmobile.co.uk. You stick in the make and model, obviously an iPhone 3GS in this case, and it will scan all of the different phone recycling companies and give you the best price. How's that? Thank you. Well, that's all for this update. If you want to see some shots of our iPhone 4, or you want to see one of us in the O2 queue at launch day, see our iPhone 4 page at frequencycast.co.uk forward slash iPhone 4. And if you've got any questions that we can answer in our next show about the iPhone 4, please get in touch. If you'd like to catch up with our regular show, we've just released one at the beginning of July, and the next will be out at the beginning of August. And we're looking for your ideas on what should be the main focus of our August show, so please get in touch. Visit www.frequencycast.co.uk to get in touch and to sign up for news updates and be ready for our next tantalising take on technology. Please tell your chums about us and spread the word. Frequency Cast. Special report. Shutdown complete. Shutdown complete.